Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Heading Back to the Window Show with Scott and Scott. I am Scott Steen, lead handicapper over at winnersandwiners.com. And I'm your co-host, Scott Rochelle, senior handicapper over at winnersandwiners.com. And together, we do this each and every day, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. We help everybody in the endless quest to head back to the window. It is the most wonderful time of the year, Scott. It's conference tournament week. We've already had some upsets. We've had some scares. What's going on here today? You doing any good? Uh, so far, it's been complete chaos, but that's not really involving me. I haven't really had any action, but for just most of the games here, uh, yeah, so far, if you've laid points, you probably have had a bad time. Not a good time for the favorites, kids. Uh, TCU came back from 20 down at halftime. Um, what else is going on? Uh, prob- uh, Michigan blew a ninth. Uh, I forgot if it was a 17 point lead or a 19 point lead with 11 minutes to go. They lost. So, welcome back, Juwan Howard. Now, get out. Nicely done because they didn't make the tournament. Um, besides that, Providence did not cover but held on to beat Butler. Toledo almost lost to Central Michigan today, which was almost a crazy upset. I think they were favored by 17 and a half. Uh, Syracuse was missing Buddy Beheim. They covered anyway. They were actually tied with Duke with about three minutes to go. Yeah, if you laid points, you probably did not have a great time. No, you probably did not. And by the way, if you see me fade in and out here, I don't know. I'm guessing, Scott, because we're getting like a pretty massive snowstorm, especially for March in Missouri. And I'm guessing everyone is home from work on the internet at the same time because you and I have been in our meeting for the last hour or so, and that has been happening. Uh, and that, hey, there's my camera. There's my computer shot. So I'll be playing with that as we go along, and I don't know exactly what is the problem, but there it Just is. Just listen to the sound of a soothing voice and what it helps <laughs> you, you know, guide past the visual issues. That's right. Because <laughs> everybody's... God damn it. Everybody's tuning in to, to get my visuals anyway, so... It's turning into a sports betting ASMR show. Really is so it's which I don't I don't understand that uh, scraping toast or whatever is a soothing sound so I prefer uh, to eat toast but that's just me Mike Michael Dose wants to know how much longer till Texas fans go nuts it depends on how the football team does do you I, think the breaking point was the game today that they lost to TCU or the Texas State pitcher that hit the entire Texas dugout with the horns down celebration. After striking out the final batter yesterday, mm. I don't know if you saw that. Um, I heard. I yeah, I read about it on Twitter, and then I saw the clip. But I think they were up one or two, but just full on horns down to everybody wearing Longhorns apparel. Great stuff. <laughs> you thought I faded to go get a sandwich? No, dude, I got twenty three hours of the day I can eat. I can, I can, I can manage to stay food free for an hour. What's up, Tim Earl? What's up, brother? Hope you guys did well yesterday as well. Um, how'd your, how'd your plays go yesterday, Scott? Uh, fine. I had the Nuggets minus four and a half. They won by six, which was nice. I uh, had a couple of player props. Those mostly did not go well. However, I did have LeBron over eight and a half rebounds. He had, uh, I think 11 by the end of three quarters. Nice. So that worked out pretty well. But yeah, for the most part, just hanging in there. I'm going to get to one of my plays that I had earlier yesterday in the call the cops segment and it's going to be one of the worst ones of i don't know arguably the college basketball year but i had it so that was fun not really 
but I also had Virginia to win the ACC. They won by one, but survive in advance, so they're moving on. Very good. Big X in the house. What's up, Big X? Um, okay, so JB, I want to address that. What's happening on my daily videos? Well, here's the deal. We're not quite linked up for technical reasons on, on the platform that we use on their end with Winners and Winners YouTube channel. So in an ideal world, this will be broadcast everywhere. For my videos, they'll be broadcast. For now, they're going to be on the Max Wagers Network uh, YouTube channel. So... And we're hopefully hopefully going to get that fixed today. But I did a video for yesterday and posted it. And by the way, the play that I have for today is St. Louis uh, minus the 11 and a half. So that is my official play of the day, if anybody was asking. And uh, as far as my other plays yesterday, I uh, did okay. Had the K-State over. That took a little scramble at the end, but it worked out just kind of exactly like you, you really thought it was going to hit all the way down. And it, it worked out exactly like I had it sketched out. So rarely does that happen. So that was cool. And then, of course, uh, two and one on the premium side. And we had Nebraska to cover Vander or uh, with the points uh, Vanderbilt to cover. And on Nebraska, by the way, people trying to tell me, oh, and two in the regular season. Yeah, I'll take the points. Yeah, I'll take it. I need every one of those damn points. Absol Give it to me. Absolutely. And I had DePaul, a game that you and I both liked the the Blue Demons to at least keep it close, maybe even get an outright win. Well, we had a stronger. They did nothing of the on, sort. Yeah, the yeah, total. We, we might have had a stronger play on the game that involved the total that worked out pretty well. True. We'll get to that later. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to the rest of call, uh, conference tournaments and the rest of March. You excited for the Selection Sunday show? Are you placing any bets? I've been waiting for DraftKings or any other book to release odds to make the tournament. Yep. Because usually you see a couple. Free money. I really have not seen any this year, which has kind of annoyed me. Yes, I agreed. But by the way, I, I want to give a, I want to give a shout out to Tim Earl because uh you we talked about college baseball a little bit. This cat is an absolute stud. So if you can find if you can find Tim and I know he he's uh, does guest appearances on a lot of shows here at the Max Wagers Network. We want to have him on too as uh college baseball gets into uh full swing because uh, that may be our only baseball to bet on for a while, Scott. So, <laughs> uh, According to today, as we've heard for the past couple of weeks, things are trending towards optimism, and then nothing happens. Right. So it's kind of the same story, different day. It seems like they're moving things along, but there is good news about Major League Baseball. To make up for some lost time, they are going to be doing double headers, wait for it, with nine innings instead of seven outstanding so we might have full double headers this year outstanding and a quick reminder everybody um congratulations for finding us do keep letting everybody know do keep sharing the news and if you have twitter accounts and social media all that that we're now part of the match max wagers network we're excited about it merged up with a lot of cool people we're uh, going to do a lot of cross promotion have people on each other's show and it's uh yeah it's a lot it's a lot of fun sharp people and i also want again again Plug Chris King and his show Just Parlays that he does with Jim Williams every day. Yesterday, Scott, stay wait wait for it. He hit a uh, uh, a two teamer. He hit a four teamer, and he put out nineteen random picks. Eight of eighteen of them hit. Eighteen of them, Scott. Eighteen of nineteen. Eighteen of nineteen on that weren't part of his parlays. I don't think. I, I think those were separate picks from the six plays. 
that hit the part. And I know he came within one game of hitting a six-teamer. This is, I cannot, exp- I cannot express how good this is. This is, and you, you guys, again, it's right there in video form every day. It's not bullshit. It's not like, it's not like some rando you see on Twitter. Hey, I did this blah, blah, blah yesterday. Yeah, well, fuck, show me the receipts. Chris shows you receipts every day. For God's sakes, check out the show. Scott and I both talked about before the show, like, dude, we got to start playing his plays. Because also, you didn't even mention that he also went five and zero on the Total Chaos show. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, I did forget to mention that. Yeah, so we I'm did. I'm saying he ended up going technically <laughs> twenty three and one. I don't. Yeah, dude. Just it's which inc- is almost impossible. It's incredible. One is wild. It's incredible. Yeah, we did just we did uh, the Total Chaos show with Ali Burns, and we all picked five kind of random games there was two they assigned us the games right we gave our thoughts about chris it. went five and oh rachel went three and two i went two and three so i'll take the winning day but the point is apparently i ran into chris on the ultimate heater and i don't think anyone was going to beat him no, in hindsight. no no he's he's gonzaga going through the field last year now hopefully he'll do better and run through the tape and not get in not trip at the finish line but still uh, you need to start stealing their picks. No shit, we're not going to steal them. <laughs> we'll be playing them. <laughs> I mean, I, I'll I can watch the show. I mean that that that's an option too. You know, just because you follow our picks doesn't mean that you know you don't have to watch the other shows. Like, there's a lot of good information from our network, and I do think that if you listen to a, almost every show, if yeah. not every show, you should be getting some good tips. Worst case scenario, yeah. I'm, you know, I've, I've been impressed with everybody I've seen. And, you know, I know that there's quality on our end and I know everybody that I've seen over there, every show that I've watched, everybody that's been on our show has been very, very good. So Tim says 23 and one couldn't go 24 and oh, <laughs> fucking hack. You hack. What are you doing, Chris? Good God. Call me when you're good. Um, mm-mm. Uh, so. There we go. Uh, live bet, live bet, dumb comebacks today. That's my advice today. <laughs> Good yeah, day. wait till they're down twenty five. You know, the more they're down, the bigger the payout. Is That's there. right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, do you think yeah the MLB? Yeah, we talked about that. They'll approve one of the proposals. Yeah, they uh, here, Anthony. I'll tell you what. My opinion on that is the MLBPA is going to have to approve something from the owners. I don't think it's going to work the other way. Because I think that's going to see, no matter where they are, no matter how many things the owner, the players give back, I think that if the owners accept a player's proposal, that will appear to be weakness on in, in their minds. Do you agree with that, Scott? Uh, yes. The players are going to have to say yes. They're going to have to blink. Yeah, it seems like the owners have been conceding a little bit. In some areas, like arbitration money, you've had some international discussion. You know, there's has been stuff that's been discussed, but at the end of the day, the owners have more money it's, than the players by a wide, wide margin. It's the it's, so if you're missing a season, the players will be, I'd say, less likely to financially recover yeah. than the owners. Yeah. Plus the which isn't a hot take, but just the reality we're in. Players have a lot smaller window to make money than the owners do. You know, it's the old. Uh, it's like the old Tim Allen bit when you like the owners. It's like when he talks about men, he says, uh, you know, uh, men are pigs, huh, ladies? <laughs> it's a shame we own everything. <laughs> and it's the same with the owners. You know, they're, they're nobody likes their owners. The everybody hates the owners. They all suck. They're greedy pigs and they own everything. <laughs> so mm-hmm. 
All right, let's uh, talk about what we got going on with our pals over there at MGM. Make sure that you stop by and check out their promotion for new players, $1,000 risk-free bet right off the top. Make your first bet if you've uh, opened your new account, all that. And if you lose, you get it reimbursed by BetMGM. If you win, you win. Congratulations, you must be following <laughs> just parlays. And, of course, it's available in all the states where BetMGM is, derp. And, of course, you must be 21 to play. And, yeah, check it out if you uh, if you have any questions about that. Or the other promotion, they're still doing the $10 bet on any NBA game. You get 200 if somebody makes a three-pointer. That's pretty much $200 free dollars. Check out all the details in our show description. So, uh, very good. Well, Anthony, I, I think you can make an argument that even though the owners might lose a larger, let's just say, quantity of money, the, I'm looking at percentages. And the owners, of course, if they lose a decent amount, a lot of them also have various other businesses or they have a pretty impressive stock portfolio or something. Like, there's other ways that the owners make money during the year. If there's a no MLB season, what are the players going to do to earn money? Yeah, agreed. That, but, that's my point. My point is that even though the owners, of course, would probably still lose money, they do have other sources of income that are at least secondary. So, I don't know what players have for see, secondary income. See, I kind of agreed with Anthony before this started. I thought with them taking a bath in the 2020 season that there was no way they would threaten this season. There's no way they would be able to miss out on revenue for this season. But they, well, that's also a point of if they're actually going to threaten to not have a season – or if they just know, eventually the players are going to blink. Well, it's kind of like they. First of all, they said, "Well, we've missed. Now we're not. We're going to have two weeks less of the season." And and now today, you see, well, if we get it solved here today or tomorrow, then we could have the full season. We'd have to play some doubleheaders. So yeah, Tim, we're all talking about how MLB players might be on OnlyFans. Maybe, <laughs> you know, I'm just a couple podcasting here and there, Twitch. Hello, I'm I'm Big Poppy, and you and my fucking friends, we're here for you. Hall of Famer. Hall, that's right. Hall, Hall of Famer, Big Poppy. So, super sub, super sly. Uh, Scott, let's talk a little bit about what happened yesterday. We'll get to our uh, we'll get to our segment here. As we do, we'll find out, you know the drill, who took it to the shorts, who took it to the bank, who are the winners, who are the whiners, who made those max wagers and got paid off. See how I tie it all in there? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I acknowledged it. I'll tell you that much. Oh, very good. All right, let's get ready. Man, get nothing here. Let's get ready to, for today's edition of Call the Cops. All right, Scott, let's get started in the, where the Pac-12. Oh the no! Had, by the way. Oh no, Scott. God, no, you liked this so much. You had futures, and and now it's just you just have a pass because it's... I had a future, and I ended up uh, betting the game like an hour before it started. Oh, I forgot the. Oh, I, I should. Oh, dude, I should. This should have been the uh, the the lighted up segment. I should have had my dollar and <laughs> Chris. Listen, you could say that ninety <laughs> to one was a hell of a price. Like that, that's just a good deal. It's one thing if you want to talk about fading a terrible team. Like or betting back at terrible team like a Robert Morris to pull off a miracle run. Right. Arizona State was actually playing pretty good basketball. No, and I can't because pe people are going to be able to go back to the recording yesterday and hear me say that I like that play. So I yeah. can't roast you too hard. I thought that Arizona State team. I really thought they had a lot in common with the Oregon State team of last year. 
Yeah. Same conference, kind of peaking at the right time. I I was I was with you. So, but I, it doesn't mean I won't roast you. Anywho, Arizona State money line. Oh, like you say, so I got to read this, and Scott couldn't do it too close. I, I could, but they're you know, going they're yeah. going up against Stanford. They led by fourteen with two forty six left. Scott's breaking his arm, pat himself on the back. Stanford closes the game. Never count Can out you repeat the. Repeat that again, by the way. They uh, led by fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah, I, I probably didn't emphasize that enough. They led by. I'll, I'll try another read. They led by fourteen points with two forty six left in the game. Stanford closes the game on a 16-1 run. You can never count out the trees, Scott, including the game-winning mm, buzzer beater. There it is, kids. Arizona State loses by one, sending their fans home disappointed and one Long Island resident very disappointed. So sorry. Scott, did you call the cops? I did. It was not It was not fun. They hung up on me. But... <laughs> <laughs> Sir, oh, this is a God. Wendy's. <laughs> there was so much that had to go wrong for Arizona State. They missed a bunch of free throws, a couple turnovers, mostly bad free throw shooting. But Arizona State not only just completely shut it down on both sides, Stanford's driving in for the game-winning shot. The guy fumbles the ball. It goes into another player's hands around the free throw line, and he shoots it. He banks it in from like the top. He just banked it in from the free throw line. Like it was the whole thing was chaos and it was not a fun start to my Wednesday, but you know, it could have been worse, but going through some other uh, beats, if you had Virginia second half minus five and a half, we don't do many second half plays. You know, this one's pretty bad. Virginia was up eight in the second half with one second left. Louisville might dribble it out, might, I don't know, launch a half-court shot at the buzzer, and they drained it. They made a meaningless half-court shot at the buzzer, and Virginia won the second half by five instead of eight. Oh, I'm surprised you weren't on that one, too. I was not. My friend actually told me about it because he was on it. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. All right. Finally, if you had the Capitals Oilers under six and a half, here we go. Oilers led 3-2 in the final minute. Scott, what are the Capitals doing? Uh, apparently scoring with two seconds They're left. Pulling that goalie, buddy. Pulling the goalie. Boy, nothing... Nothing good ever happens when you start pulling the goalies. But you can actually afford an empty net goal because there are you know, you can actually afford that because they're only at five. Yeah, but if they score, the, if yeah, well, right, they can go. They can survive. They can get the potential. They can get the empty netter, but they couldn't survive the power play equalizer because yeah. they tied it up with mm, two seconds left. Thank you very much. The game landed seven after overtime. Probably didn't need to tell you that part, but uh, the important part is there. It didn't land under six and a half. And if you were playing a little hockey last night. Gotta call the cops. Also a pretty brutal officiating job in that game where they missed a potential hook there late, which was an obvious hook that went uncalled. But I still can't believe that Arizona State completely just punted the damn game. Like, I, I just can't, man. I mean, the biggest choke job I've ever seen in college basketball is easily Northern Iowa. That's not even close against Texas A&M in the tournament a couple years ago. They were up 12 with 35 seconds left. 
and they lost the game. That's actually impossible. Like, I don't know how that even happens. But their win percentage probability was 99.4. That's on the money line. Them to cover three and a half, they were 99% to cover. And they did nothing. They did neither. That is insane. Over Macho Grande, Scott? I'll never get over Macho Grande. <laughs> but By the way, I like uh, this I like this game that just started here. I, I love LSU in this spot over my over my Tigers. And they just they just I, the Tigers. If I had to bet on the game, I would take the Tigers. Tigers just gave up three offensive rebounds for uh, three stickbacks for LSU. Did they they gave up three offensive rebounds, or did the Tigers get three offensive? The rebounds? The LSU Tigers got three offensive rebounds. No, no, don't add LSU. Just the Tigers oh, got and gave you. up three rebounds. Okay, I thought you were genuinely confused. All right, there was some good news out there yesterday, Scott. These are the people that were not like us. No, actually, I had a good day. I was fine. But not like you. So they were uh, they got they got like a nineteen point lead and they held it. It's 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 the, when the good things happen. You know who you were. You were out there in the lazy boy because you were sitting in the rocking chair, baby. So the first one, if you had the Knicks plus eight against the Mavericks, you didn't really need those eight points. Mm. In fact, Dallas needed a lot more than eight points. Because the Knicks led by 27 at the half, and they won by 30. I believe now, this was the last game on Chris's six-teamer, by the way. Sorry to interrupt. Dallas scored 77 points at home. <laughs> In which half, Scott? The entire game. Oh, God. You're not going to win many games, Scott. Especially when you're given po- and you're not going to cover when you're given eight. <laughs> you can potentially cover if you're playing in 2003. That's so bizarre. Maybe. Those those teams that just have 50 point swings. I don't really, uh, I, I don't really understand it. I got to be honest with you. Oh, do you know what? Fun fact, by the way. Do you know Luka Doncic's career record at home against the Knicks is? Uh, one in five. Oh and four. Oh and four. He's never beaten the Knicks at home. Really? Yeah. Huh. Never happened. That is a fun fact, buddy. Hey, if you had the cues yesterday against Florida State, you were getting two. Once again, didn't need them. Didn't need them. I had a lot of people in my comment section, by the way, that liked Florida State here. I thought that was a good play as well. It was not. Uh, Syracuse led by 23 at halftime, and they won by 39, Scott. And most important thing to happen in that game, probably the Buddy Bayheim punch, right? We're probably going to mention that for tomorrow yep uh, but yes i think we, we got to do a bit of a deep dive on that one fair and enough the last one if you had vanderbilt minus eight and a half uh chris did uh, against georgia led by 21 at the half and they won by 35 is it safe to say the tom crean experiment has failed mm, yes yes i i don't believe i believe georgia could have taken an average the slightly below average season i don't believe they could take the laughing stock season and not have to yeah this was a full punch job do something about it so all right, very good. Um, we have breaking news, though. What what you got, buddy? We have we have a baseball season. Oh, did they settle it? Uh, they have tentatively agreed to a labor deal. Okay, good deal. So it seems like, as of right now, we got something in place. Hey, you know what's most important about that? You and I are going to have a job for six months. So that's I was going to say, you can, you can bet the Royals team total over, or the win total over. Yeah, let's see it. Let's see it, buddy. 71 and a half. Actually, I was going to say, it's even better. You can bet the Royals in spring training. That's oh, your real win. You bet, you bet, you bet the Royals uh, win total over, I don't know, 72 and a half. 
and you, you bet on them to win the Arizona League or uh, the, whatever they, what they call the Cactus League. Is it, it's either cactus or grapefruit. Well, grapefruit's the one out in, in uh, Florida. Although so those are still the names, right? What's that? Yeah, a funny story. I will tell you this. I went to Arizona a couple of years back to see the Royals in spring training. We stayed in an uh, Airbnb that had a grapefruit tree in the backyard. Okay. I don't really nice. like grapefruit as a rule. It's not, not like my go-to. But I would get up every morning and go have a fucking grapefruit outside on the uh, in the patio. It was beautiful, you know, because it sounds nice. It's Arizona in March, so it's like seventy five degrees. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was fantastic. It was fresh grapefruit. You pick it off the tree. She had a thing. It was like you you pick it, you bring it down, you go fuck it. Yeah, it's a grapefruit. So anyway, uh, Anthony, I got bad news for you. Uh, the Hurricanes have no opponent tonight for the ACC tournament because they're playing Boston College right now. No. Oh. So there you go. This is the this is the time of year where I always like I'm looking through the games and I find one like oh fuck I really like that game and it you and then see, you realize oh like what what's going on and yeah that's already ten minutes into the yeah exactly half. right it's like, it's, oh, it's start, started half an hour ago UNC minus four I'm just I know Scott do we, we got anything to catch up on because I'm, I'm just looking I'm I'm looking up live David Good has an orange well, tree well I mean baseball oh, is going to be the biggest yeah. news of the day I mean I mean that's kind of the story because people were just waiting for baseball to come back and now. You got a free agency frenzy because apparently you can resume free agency tonight. So you might see a bunch of people start signing immediately. Very good. Um, well, you I'll ha- ask you, you, what do you think? What do you think about the North Carolina game? I was going to say, you hate this team. You, you hate this team. I, with, I root for North Carolina. With a white hot passion. But they beat Duke. I didn't think they were going to beat Duke. Nobody thought so they were going to beat Duke. Good for them. You know, I'm happy about that. But... Virginia should get killed on the glass. They are not a good rebounding team. North Carolina has a bunch of big men. They should dominate the glass. However, North Carolina's guards are extremely streaky, and their shot selection is pretty atrocious. Plus, North Carolina, not exactly the greatest free-throw shooting team. Virginia's a team that will always bore the crap out of you every time they play. And yet, Tony Bennett always finds ways to make runs in the ACC tournament. I don't know what it is, but his teams always make things a bit weird in March. On the other hand, I have a Virginia ticket to win the conference, so they're guaranteed to lose in heartbreaking fashion. However, in heartbreaking fashion, that usually means you cover four. I'm actually going to lean to Virginia. I am curious if North Carolina is still a bit hungover from beating their arch-rival in their head coach's final career home game, I am wondering if you think they might be a little bit full of themselves going in. I think it's possible. I, I'll take I'll take Virginia there, too. I, the Tony Bennett magic, he seems to get it rolling every every March, man. I'm, I'm okay with that. Tim Earl said his, uh, his brother had North Carolina at plus 525. Outstanding. Nice. You know who else I'm happy for? Is anybody that had to pay like an incredibly inflated price if you're a North Carolina fan to go see that game? You know, if you're if you're an alumni or whatever, you're you taking your wife, whatever. Uh, you had to pay way too much money because of yeah. fucking Shishovsky's last game. We said game. the most expensive ticket was about eighty grand. Yeah, so I feel bad for any you know the Duke people that had to pay that. I can't stop laughing. I'm not. I'm not. Chris, gonna... it's a ten teamer for a hundred k. Could only buy one seat. Oh, God, <laughs> that's brutal. Um, before the game, Anthony, the thing the thing you got to remember is that since we do the show every day 
at around 3 Eastern time. We don't know most of the matchups for the conference tournament until the night of. And by the time that most, I'd say maybe half of the tournament games start, we aren't on air yet. Yeah. So we didn't cover the Miami-Boston College game. That'll get better because as these the fields narrow, the times get later. You don't have you don't have eleven o'clock games for the semis, you know. Yeah. So hopefully it's it's just this first couple of days where they play the the early morning games. Uh, but we couldn't really cover Miami-Boston College when Boston College still had to beat uh, Wake Forest, right? And we just didn't have a line or anything like that. Yep. Yep. Um, Kent State. Uh, Bruce, I picked to win the conference. Bruce so. is asking you. You picked him to win the conference or the conference tournament? Conference tournament. Uh, I said, y'all. I said with uh, I think a week or two before the tournament started. I said I think they're going to win the conference tournament, just because they've been playing really well. Toledo, as we saw today against Central Michigan, they won, but holy crap, they beat Central Michigan by one point. That Toledo is a very inconsistent team. We saw them lose to Ball State. They they tend to always choke away a golden opportunity in the conference tournament. Kent State just seems like a well-oiled machine right now. Mm -hmm. And I still can't get over the defensive performance against Ohio. We know Ohio is an awful road team. Yep. They gave up like three points in the first 14 minutes of that game or something like that. It was absurd. 52 for the game. Yeah, that was unbelievable. That's what I'm saying. So Kent State, I really like. I think that that team, I'm not picking them to win a tournament game, but I'm picking them to win the conference tournament. I think as of right now, they are playing better basketball than any other team in the MAC. Yeah, I think I think you I think you can certainly make that argument. Buffalo was the team that was playing really good ball, and Kent State beat them by five in their in their last regular season game. So, uh, Buffalo is also tied right now with twenty with thirty eight seconds left, so they might actually lose. What game is? Uh, Buffalo is playing Akron. They're tied with thirty eight seconds left. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't. I couldn't. I, I couldn't get a beat on that game. Um. I like Kent State there too. Sorry, I was distracted by my camera going. Out. I'm not a fan of the Red Hawks this year. Good name, not a great team. Yep, yep. They, Kent State has a pair of 13 point wins. Scott's hard to beat a team three times. Well, I believe Zodwig was the one who tweeted at us, and let me see if I could actually pull up the exact number. But Zodwig mentioned how many times. Yeah, okay. So Zodwig told us yesterday on Twitter that there were 22 games yesterday where a team swept the regular season. 19 of those 22 games had the three-game sweep. So only three times the team that went 0-2 in the regular season yesterday won the game. So that old old saw about the three times a year thing, it's not only not right, it's really, really, really wrong. Yeah, and there's Odwick in the comment section. Oh, yes, thank yep. you for pointing that out. To absolutely, us. absolutely. Even looking at the ones that lost, you had Grambling, Creighton, uh, uh, those ones. Sorry, uh, you had Iona, Kent, St- uh, not Kent State, Kansas State, and yep. Xavier. Xavier lost in overtime. Iona lost by one. They were nail biters throughout. So, yeah. So nineteen and three though, for going for the three game sweep. I know that's money line, not spread. That's still pretty good. Yeah, it's not the 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 old saw isn't they can't cover three times. You, you can't yeah. win three times. So just saying, three and nineteen is not exactly a great a uh, great result there for avoiding a. Sweep. Yeah, and a special uh, special thanks and a shout out to Zodwick for hitting us up on Twitter. By the way, if you guys ever have fun facts or any goofy shit like that or any like a bad beat or something like that, hit us up on Twitter. If you if you got a uh, 
if you've got a rocking chair, if you if you've got a uh, call the cops play, put it in there and may make the show. We'll see. I have a guy that slides into my Twitter DMs mm-hmm. with Australia bad beats. Nice. He hits me up with like Australian betting market bad beats, and he throws in the occasional rugby beat. It, I, I like it. You know, it's a little bit of diversity. Uh, absolutely. Um, t- somebody talked about a. Uh, Adam talked about Iona being an NIT sleeper. I, we like this team. We like this Iona team. I think they. I can think they beat Alabama. Do. I know Bama's not very good, but anytime you have a mid-major team that beats a Power Five that was ranked for a decent portion of the were year. they ranked number one? Was Alabama ranked number one for a while for a week? Oh, absolutely not. No, I thought they, I, I thought I think they were. Bama topped out preseason at like maybe top ten, like fringe. No, I'm not talking about preseason. No, I thought they. I thought they had had a glorious week there. Oh, no, uh, they were not wanted anything. You guys are mentioning the comments that aren't coming up on Max Wager off of YouTube. So you're watching these. Okay, so let me get this. Let me, and I'm going to, I'm going to lay this out for our tech people and flag this. So JC, you're on the Max Wager's YouTube channel right now watching us, but you're not seeing the comments. Is that right? Just to check. All right. Uh, Damien wants to know about UNLV plus two. <sighs> I actually like UNLV in this spot. I really liked Wyoming for most of the regular season. Yeah. Can we acknowledge they peaked? I don't think that's a hot take. They clearly uh, peaked already. Yeah, they were also really good at home. They, they, yeah. play, they play much better there in Laramie than they do. Well, so is UNLV, though. So the fact that it's a neutral kind of makes it a moot point, doesn't it? I th- Yeah, I think, yeah, that, that takes it away. It doesn't make it a... Tr- it makes it kind of a rude road game for both. But UNLV is playing literally at home. So, um, but it's Vegas, so you're going to have people there that are cheering for. Uh, is it officially a home things. game for UNLV? No, I, I no, no. I know it's a tour. I'm saying, but is it the same stadium or it's a different stadium? It's a different. It's a different stadium, I believe. I don't okay. think. I don't think they that's play. what that's what I thought. So it's technically a neutral, but yeah, based on the fans. I mean, it's like I'm the Norfolk. It's like Norfolk State. Well. I was going to say Laramie travels well, so mm-hmm. I, I do think that they will have fans there, but. Yeah, I feel like UNLV just beat this team. Yeah, that's because they did. I think the line looks a little bit short, like it's daring you to take Wyoming. I'm not going to do it. I, I'm with I you. I think Hamilton is... I mean, it's going to be Hamilton versus Maldonado because they're both the best two players on the court, but UNLV has been playing better lately, so I'm going to go with the Run Rebels. Are they the Run Rebels or just the Rebels now? I think they're just the Rebels, and I hate it. Yeah, um... They're just, as far as I know, they're just the Rebels. Bill Moore says... I miss uh, the running Rebels. Bill Moore said, just wondering, uh, Max Wagers had 85 subs before the merger. Y'all had over 12,000 subs. Doesn't make sense. Well, um, the part of the, the thing about it is, is Max Wagers really wasn't much of a thing before the mergers. It's We're kind of trying to take that brand and expand it. So hopefully we'll have 12,000 subs pretty soon on... Uh, on on the on the Max Wagers YouTube channel. Yeah, and for the record, it actually will be in UNLV's home arena. Oh, they do play there in the big one. They do it's play in their Thomas home. and Max. It's oh. in Thomas and Max Center. Okay, okay. I thought they. So you have UNLV in their normal arena. I thought they yeah, played I'm it. Take them plus the points. I thought they had like a funky new arena in in, in Vegas where they played. I was kind of open they would play it like T-Mobile. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, uh, you heard Chris King was five and zero on Total Chaos. Uh, that's all lies, Bill. All lies. I don't. That's how rumors get started. Yeah, no, Chris was yeah. great. Chris was five and zero on total chaos, and uh, not to mention, yeah, I already mentioned before he went eighteen and one on his personal plays and the five and zero on chaos. I mean, you don't want to get having an all time day right there. You don't want to get in front of the king train. That's that's what we're yeah. saying right now. Uh, Bill Moore says I'm having the same problem with comments. Okay, so 
I was having trouble with the comment section yesterday too. Try logging out and logging try logging out or update YouTube. There's something in the settings. I'm not sure what it is. Correct. Okay. Some comments you're mentioning aren't showing up. Uh, okay. Thanks. We're gonna guys. have to tweak something, technically speaking. But to yep. be honest, I actually don't exactly have access to all that at this point. Right. So something's gonna have to happen behind closed doors. Yep. A lot of people uh, commenting. Thomas and Mac is their home So cool. Very good. Uh, what about the under 126? And the, uh, <laughs> we will talk we're, about We're going to talk about that North we're, Texas game later. We're going to get that one. Iowa has 91 with 10 minutes left. Yeah, very good. Yeah, Northwestern beat Nebraska. You know, they won a conference tournament game. Now you can go home. And I still like that Iowa team. Yeah, I, I know they too. choked against Illinois in the final regular season game, which was important because Wisconsin would have won solo possession of the conference regular season title before they choked. I think Iowa might be... I don't want to say my favorite Big Ten team this year, but I find them the most tolerable. I actually like their roster. Okay. Are you are you with me on that? I like Mur I like Murray a lot. I think Keegan's very good. Yeah. Bohannon's been there for forty years, so he's still pretty good. They got coach's son McCaffrey, who's pretty good. I like him a lot better without uh, without the uh, without Luca. Yeah, Garza. Yeah. That's uh, I'm, 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 I, I do think that Iowa, though, if I was picking one team and you asked me odds, which team in the Big Ten would make the furthest NCAA tournament run, I would be intrigued by what Iowa's price would be. Let's put it that way. Yeah, uh, I agree. I agree. Uh, Iowa capable of deep run? Absolutely, Lawrence. No, no question about good. it. They are good. Um, and the thing with it that they, it's nice when you sometimes it, it works out well when a team loses that big star player, especially if it's a guy in the middle, because then they have to play a little bit different style. They usually have to play a little more up-tempo. Guards get more involved, and I think that's the, not everything goes through Luka Garza, and I think that's a good thing for Iowa. I think Keegan Murray might also be the most underrated player in the country. No question about it, because yeah, people never, ever talk about him. Um, I totally agree. Uh, Notre Dame catching one in a hook tonight, Scott. Or this afternoon, well, for all I know. Uh, yeah, it is I don't Six, understand this line. Okay. Because Notre Dame had the bye yesterday. They didn't play. Right. So they were better in the regular season in conference play, right? Correct. Virginia Tech needed a game-winning three-pointer basically at the buzzer. What a great game that was, by the way. Great game. But they beat Clemson in overtime. So now you're playing... This for the second straight night, because now you're going through the gauntlet back-to-back -back scheduling, with an overtime game against a team that was better than you in, in conference play in the regular season, and Virginia Tech is favored by one and a half. Can you explain that to me? I cannot. I cannot. I, I don't. It, the, the line seems so bad, it seems suspicious, although the thing about it is, are you, you're, thinking, you're saying that Virginia Tech should be favored in this game? What I'm saying is Notre Dame should be favored. You, I was going to say they should be favored by more. Well, I think what people are looking at is the two games they played earlier this year. No, I get that, but I think you would agree the spot itself for Virginia Tech, especially with an overtime loss, and you're against a team that had a bye yesterday. Yeah. You got to question the, some of the stamina of these Virginia Tech players because anytime it's a back-to-back, -back, it's going to be rough. A back-to-back -back with overtime? That's a lot to expect out of a group of players who played 45 minutes and are playing their first back-to-back -back of what the entire season yep yeah i'm an, not great i would say if you wanted to if you wanted to play virginia tech there i'd play them first half i wouldn't play them full game because yeah. i think those legs maybe start to get heavy in the second half 
So I like the under. Yep. I just think you're going to see a lower score. I agree. Game. Agree with that too. Especially with pace, because we know Virginia Tech is pretty slow. Notre Dame is slow as well. I see each of these teams getting to the low 60s, maybe one of them in the high 50s. But I could really see like a 62-59 type of game. That really would not surprise me. I'm not. I'm not getting in front of a, a Notre Dame team that's played overs in their last seven. So okay, I'm just throwing uh, it out there. Yeah, I get it. No, and I understand the logic. By the way, my Tigers have getting absolutely fucking crushed. Uh, see, the Tigers are winning and losing right now. Yeah, I said my Tigers, yeah. not yeah. Go, not Go Tigers. Well, they're, they're your Tigers if you took LSU. Uh, they're down. They're down 19 with about uh, a little less than 10 minutes left. They've scored six points so far. So yeah, uh, memorabilia that doesn't exactly surprise me that Arizona right now is the biggest liability to win the NCAA tournament because they were unranked to start the year, right? So the point is, is that when you look at liability, it's going to involve a long shot to some degree that was extremely mispriced to start the year. That's how it's going to go in pretty much every sport. And that everybody played. You have to have a success. Like when Butler made their run, well, maybe the second year, but the first year, you know, nobody had Butler. There there wasn't a lot, even though they would have paid out a, a lot as far as the price goes. Not a lot of people had that bet, so there's not much liability. So you've got to have the combination of the medium long shot and of popular play with everybody to put them in a real uh, crunch there. I have to look at what Arizona's price was to start the year. Well, Max says he's got a 1600 on him. 1600 definitely was not the preseason price, though. I believe that was like mid-season. I would say probably closer, ranked, to, probably closer like to... Probably in the top 15. I would say 25 to 40, somewhere in there. I think it was a lot higher than that. You think so? Honest. Yeah. Um, um, Renzo Brothers. Anyone take? If I was gonna guess, I would say like eighty to one. But I'm gonna check. All right, I want to talk about this. Renzo Brothers. This is the game you and I talked about. Said anybody taking the over in the Fresno State San Diego State game? A hundred and fifteen and a half. I'm tempted by general principles, but we looked at this game. Scott, the one of them landed what ninety five, and the other and the other one went over. Right. Uh, I believe so. Yes. I'm sorry. I know you're. I know you're looking up something else. So let me let me check on that because you and I did look at. Sorry, that. I, I'm looking up the preseason title odds for Arizona. Right. These teams. Ah, uh, my God. Uh, they were 33 to one. What did I say? I said 25 to 40. Okay. Yeah, I'm way off. I thought it'd be like 80, but no, they were 33 to one. All right. So this team. Okay. These teams played uh, 105. Sorry, I said 95. 105 and 129 this season. Uh, they, the thing is, and it's something we're going to talk about here in a minute, they don't let the other team get very many shots off. And I think that's an underrated stat. It's, it's something that I look at a lot when, I talk, when, I, when, I'm, when I'm betting totals because it doesn't really matter what your percentage is or how well you're playing if you can't get shots off. So I look for teams, good God, LSU just can't miss. Um, I look for teams that... Don't allow the other team to get a lot of shots off. Of course, well, I'm playing unders, of course, playing overs. And that's obviously the, the hidden language behind looking up pace numbers. It's not a matter of how much time are they automatically take off the clock because of the idea that you might not get great shots. The point is, if you limit the number of shot attempts for both teams, right, then it takes a lot better shooting to beat you. Yep. Yep, it does. J- oh, oh, JB points out that 129 was in overtime. That's right. That's right. That was just like a week ago. I forgot about that. That was in overtime. So, if you actually want a bit of a hot take on that game, sure. I don't mind. You should never bet it because the odds are never going to be reflective. 
I actually think that game's going to go to overtime. <laughs> that that's my that's my bold call. I think the San Diego State Fresno State game tonight goes to overtime. Well, mathematically, low scoring games have a better chance of landing overtime than a high scoring game, right? But mathematically speaking, if you're going to set the overtime odds at like thirteen to one on any given game, you're basically getting robbed in broad daylight. <laughs> I mean, that's would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, said so the the only one conference tourney winner has won the tournament the last eight years. Uh, if I had to guess, I would say it was Virginia. Yeah, that seems that seems reasonable. Uh, it'll go over tonight, says Pauly. At one fifteen and a half, I almost I almost want to take the over just on general principles, but I've watched both of these teams play a lot this season. I can't, dry. I can't do it. I, oh, it's if it's for people that like they watch paint dry and they go, well, that's just too much excitement for me. Oh, first you know, team to fifty wins. N- yeah, no question. Um, in Fresno State, oh, Lawrence, I know Fresno played in overtime yesterday. Yep, and it was against a really crappy team, which definitely does not bode well for their chances tonight. But shout out to Allie, by the way, who loved that San Jose State team, and I hated them. So congratulations, congratulations on the Spartans. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they fucking yeah. just about won it. Uh, anyway, I was going to say Fresno did not look good against San Jose State. It's just a hunch. When you see these teams go to overtime in the last meeting and the total so low, I expect a nail-biter in principle. I just think it's going to be very close. It'll be very, very ugly. And, yeah, I think that's how the game's going to go. I see Zach talking about Memphis mm-hmm. at 3-1 to one to win the AAC since they did sweep the regular season series against Houston. Yep. The issue is, do you think Memphis even gets to Houston? Because they're a bit of a psycho team. Yep, they are. They are. I, I love, you know, they're another team. They're similar to an LSU team. There's, there's a team that I've got a little sniff at uh, to win the SEC tournament because that's a team that's got healthy at the right time. They got all three guys back here about two, three weeks ago. I've yeah. uh, been playing good ball. So uh, I think, and I think Memphis is kind of in the same, in the same situation. Uh, not as extreme, but Memphis, as uh, I think it's kind of taken them a season to put it all together. I don't hate that. It, I'd like I'd like a little better price. I got to be honest with you. I'd like more like three seventy five, but mm-hmm. problem is you don't have a lot of other threats in that conference. You don't you don't you've got Houston. You've got a little bit of Memphis, and what else you got there, Scott? Anything? Uh, not really. I mean, in previous years, you can make maybe a Wichita argument. Yeah, that's, hell no, this year not this year. Cincinnati too. Mm-hmm. Yep, same thing. No. Cincinnati defense has gone to shit. You could always count on the Bearcats mm-hmm. to play defense. Maybe SMU, but I'll believe it when I see it. Is that fair? Yeah, yeah. That's that's another psycho team that had a. Well, they have a good win. They had a big, like they had a beatdown over Houston, right? And it was pretty, uh, pretty, yes. pretty much the highlight they, of their they season. They won at home against Houston, but right, they're a good team. I still like Houston more than any of the other ones, but. Arizona it says Arizona messing around with Stanford. Stanford up late in the first half. I hate conference tournament betting. Um, it's a good time to find those dogs, man. It is. is yeah, it? the favorites have. Oh God, Missouri's down thirty to eight. Oh, I told. I, I told you, dude. Uh, they're. You all, said it was bad. I didn't realize it was like yeah. down twenty two. Yeah. In, the, in like twelve. I, th- I think bad. it was like I, that's really bad. I think it was twenty five six when I said that. So. Oh God. Yeah. And I, okay. I did tell you as that game kicked off, I really liked LSU there. So, I see West Virginia has four points in the first ten minutes. Outstanding! God damn, that's the game I needed out of them yesterday. Both of my teams are 
Got nothing going in the postseason. Nothing. No NIT. No hey, season. Missouri won a game. Well, that's what I'm saying. But they're this is it. We're done. Yeah. Yeah, no. but they won something. Maybe you'll switch coaches. Oh, okay. Thanks, buddy. No problem. Got to stay positive. Uh, line was minus one eighty yesterday. Today minus two sixty four. And that's probably the overtime part. Except that's why the Virginia Tech thing confuses me. I don't. I don't hate the. Uh, I don't hate Fresno there. At a yeah. decent price. That's that's you know. Anytime you play defense like that, you have the best player on the floor. Yeah, that's also true. Unfortunately, San Diego has numbers two through five. So yeah. Um, have I missed any games? I'm sure I've had. I'm sure I have. Um, By the way, people keep talking about the Arizona Stanford game, mm-hmm. and I said it before, but I will repeat it. I think Arizona's a good team. I'm not picking them to win the title. They're a team to me that relies so heavily on their talent that their shot selection at times is so mind-numbingly awful. What what does that mean? They rely on their talent. It means that they think that they can make any given shot on the court. So they will settle for really awful contested jumpers with like 20 on the shot clock. Okay. All right. That's just a weird way. Everybody on their team guard-wise. They use their talent. (laughs) I'm saying that it seems like at times they press offensively because they have so much talent. Right. Instead of just running good quality offense. Yeah, and we see. That's kind of the concern that I have with this team. Okay. I got air, Missouri just airballed their second three pointer. Uh, Damien said the first half was fifty three and a half on that. <laughs> See, JB, I'm not even watching the game, and you're telling me they're just rushing, taking a bunch of terrible jumpers. I've seen it. Like I'm not making it up. It sounds really dumb, but I'm telling you, it's the case. They're going to lose in the tournament because they're going to take a bunch of really bad jump shots, and they're going to fall behind early, and they're not going to be able to come back. Shooter, shoot, shooter, shoot, Scott. And memorabilia is also preaching to the choir. He does not like the Pac-12 as a whole. Yep, yep. I wonder who started that idea. I don't know. Probably somebody that's not you, but I know you'll yeah, take credit for it. I've, I've been so well, anti-Pac-12 in, in football and... I was going to say, in fairness, you got started in football season, so you really did get a jump on the I hate the Pac-12 crowd because you were talking about it back in like July when we were doing our mm-hmm. preseason stuff. So Utah did grow on me, though. Yeah, they were a fun team. They were in. They were fun. They they got hot at the right. Well, they made us money, so yeah. we're always going to have a soft spot in our heart for teams that go out there and get it done for it. UCLA was supposed to be badass with all. Yeah, dude, that's mm-hmm. that's what that's what memorabilia is saying. And I like. What you also got to remember though, because UCLA barely got in. Yeah, they were a first four in team. So even though well, they barely got past Michigan State. Well, correct in that play in game. Oh, they barely got past. I forgot they lost to Oregon State in the conference title game. I mean, the in the first round of the conference tournament. What? They lost to Oregon State in the Pac-12 tournament. UCLA did, yes. Uh, UCLA. So, like that. My, my point is that even though people are expecting this team to be very solid because of the run they went on last year, they weren't exactly a good regular season team last year either. No. <laughs> so, I'll wait and see. But the fact that they were even on the bubble going into the tournament last year makes me believe that they might have been a little bit overvalued going into the year. I don't I don't dispute that at all. Um JC Stone loves Washington getting points against USC tonight. Scott. It's the thing about the Pac-12, man. You got to embrace the chaos. 
You got to just embrace it. But why, why I agree. I mean, Washington still plays zone. Do they guard anybody? Not really, but they throw a unique look at you. Right. So if you're not fully prepared for it, you could struggle. But USC laying points is always a miserable experience because they are awful at free throw shooting. And if you're not going to capitalize when you get to the line, you might win a game by five. But when you need to win by seven and you don't, then usually comes back to bad free throw shooting. And for this game, they're favored by six and a half. To my point, they go to the line, up five, five seconds to go. Do I think they're making both free throws? No. So I'm gonna, I like the points with Washington. Yep. This is, again, and they might win. Again, it's a team that's used 66.8% from downtown. So I don't actually mind a play on Washington money line if you want to make a case for it. Yeah. I'm really just not a fan of this USC team. Yeah. I'm really just I, is not. it because they're in the Pac-12? No, actually, because I don't hate them blindly for being in a conference I don't like. I'll recognize a good team when I see one. It's just USC I've watched. They had to go to overtime or double overtime against Oregon State. I watched them get swept in the regular season by Stanford. Like, it's just not a consistent enough basketball team for me. Very good. Um, Michael Dose asking about Michigan State minus two against Maryland. You and I, you and I talked about that. You like the Spartans there, right? Yeah, I do. Uh, they beat Maryland in the, I believe, it was the regular season finale. But yep. Maryland's a team that I just don't think is very good. Michigan State isn't a good team, but at least they're a tournament team. Their ceiling is higher. They are the more talented overall team. Has nothing to do with Izzo and March, by the way. That's a bunch of bullshit. But people always talk about it. I just think Michigan State's going to win the game by. Five. It'll be close, but I think Michigan State gets it done. Yep, agreed. Uh, yeah, Zach, we are planning on doing a NASCAR show tomorrow. I think that's going to be part of the um, Max Wagers Network schedule going forward. We're like I said, One this caveat, is caveat though. We are pretending last week did not happen. Well, we we you and I did better in points, but everybody got everybody got hammered on on money. We, we, I think we all lost everything. So but we uh, did the same thing. Uh, except I had a matchup that got cooled, but whatever. JB, I still I still like Baylor in that spot. I know Oklahoma's been playing better ball. I'll be at that game, by the way. So nice, uh, yeah. The big and you're tw- seeing Tech play too. And I'm seeing Tech play. Yeah, I'm seeing I'm missing K. I'm missing KU, which great. Well, they were up 19 to four in 10 minutes. So right. You probably missed the blowout. So yeah, I'm going to see the two nine game. So anyway, buddy, let's get to it, man. We've uh, we've run long today. Although we have got a little, we have got permission to stretch out if we want. So and I think there's no better time to do it than conference tournament week. We'll probably do it again. We'll probably do it here for a couple of weeks as we uh, uh, look at uh, conference tournaments and then, of course, the big dance next week. So get used to long shows. That's what, that's what I'm saying to you. Anyway, we'll uh, take a look today. It is Thursday, everybody. We're getting headed into the weekend. Time to put on those overalls, adjust that straw hat, get out your keychain with the lucky rabbit's foot, climb aboard your John Deere, and fire that bad boy up because, kids, it's time to bet the farm. Got to change the banner, buddy. Uh, very good. I mean, I hope it's in the rocking chair. There we go. You ready? Yeah. All right, Scott. Uh, I know we had a bet the farm play yesterday, and uh, how'd that go for us? I was saying to change rocking chair to bet the farm. Bet the farm already has the play on it. I do. I do the big reveal here. Okay. Oh, I didn't realize. I well, thought that you had bet okay, the farm. Okay, so this will make you happy. We'll transition from that, and then we'll do bet the farm as we reveal it. How'd we do that yesterday, Scott? Great. 
Jesus Christ. Uh, we won. Oh. We had St. John's and DePaul over. And I still have no idea why that line was in the 150s. And the game, shockingly, did not end in the 150s. The game went over. Cue to banjos! Yeehaw. Yeehaw. Play the applause one more time. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Good job, everybody. Yeah, Good job. thank you. I fat, I, I fat fingered them together. I might, I might keep those together. But we could certainly do that for Chris. Hey, Chris, nice day. Depends yesterday. how easy the win is, by the way. There you go. What's that? Depends how easy the win is. Fair, okay, fair enough. Well, we think this one's going to be easy. Scott, what do we got? I think up? every time we have a guest on the show, though, we need to play the applause. I like it. I like it. Okay. Um, what you got cooked up for today, buddy? So for this one, we're going to go back to a game we said we're going to get back to later on the show. Uh, between Rice and North Texas. And we're going back to a team total because we won the UTSA under against North Texas last week. I mm. believe it was this week. Yep. Either way, we like Rice team total under 57 and a half. Boom. Big couple reveal right there. Yep. A couple reasons why. They played twice in the regular season. Rice scored 43 points in the first meeting. And you might think, That's well, an aberration. Maybe- Yeah, maybe they had a bad game. I'm sure they can't do any worse the second time around. And you're right. They didn't do worse the second time around. However, they only scored one more point. They scored 44 points in the second meeting. So if you're doing the math at home, that means in the regular season, Rice averaged 43.5 points per game against North Texas's defense. North Texas is a top 20 defense in the country. Ranks 20th in defensive efficiency. That's important, too, by the way. They're not just slow because a lot of teams that are slow don't give up a lot of points. They're also really good at defense. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. But the main reason why North Texas barely gives up any points ever is because of the pace. North Texas ranks 357th in pace, which is the second slowest. As a result, it allows the second fewest shot attempts per game. So, Rice, it's pretty tough to score when you're not taking many shots. And plus, Rice played yesterday, ended up beating Charlotte. North Texas had a day off because it had a bye. So you might have some fatigue issues with the Owls. At the end of the day, I'm not sure Rice even gets to 50. They didn't get there in the regular season. I'll be generous. I'll give them 53. Very good. All right. That's going to do it. You want to guess what number they get to? I think they get to – yeah, I think 53 is a good number just for grins. I'll take a little closer to their other two games. I'll go 51. Okay. All right. All right, guys. That's it. That's it for the show. That's it for Bet the Farm. We appreciate you stopping by. Thanks for finding us on the Max Wagers Network. Don't forget to check out all of our other offerings. They pretty much run nonstop noon through 5 p.m. Eastern. You, uh, yeah, you got Al. You got Chris. You got us. You got the uh, uh, the guys that do the uh, – what's the, what's the name of the of Lenny's show with the, the, the twins that they do uh, – oh. the, like they do the final look at all the lines. They do a lot of NHL I'm, stuff. I'm drawing a blank. I know. I'm awful. So um, next time I have in front of me. So apologies to Lenny and you guys. And so, yeah, just check out all the shows because they're good and they're, uh, they're, and they're fun. So you guys have a great day. Thanks for listening. Good luck on all of your plays. Beware the favorites, everybody. You guys have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, as we do our very best once again to help you to head back to the window. Take care, everybody.